Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to Basket of Phelps. Manigan just telling us how much he hates press conferences. Oh, I thought he that's said he our loved show. Them. No, that's our show. He loved them. They're insufferable. There, I said it. They're insufferable. You know what? The press conference I don't I never want to hear. Like after we win a championship, there's no reason to run any of those either. None. <laughs> I didn't care what anyone had to say after the Cavs won. Oh, look, oh, there's Andy Reid up on NFL Network, Andy. We don't want to hear what he has to say. Wait, how do you squat. feel about parades? Like what happens if there's a parade and then they all get up in front of a microphone? Then can we listen to that or no? No, oh, they cuss. No, I, I leave when that happens. That's oh, that's leave. how this works. In 2016, I left. When the parade happened, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just going to leave. Oh, for our next parade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, next parade, I'm next just going to leave. Next parade. My God, that's optimistic. Yeah, I'll just leave. <laughs> All right, quickly, which team will have the next parade? Uh, <laughs> I mean, St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner. They no. put a bunch of youth teams in there. Nope. The Browns. Manning. It might be the Browns. They feel like they're the closest. They do, actually. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin, who's afraid to tell us who he thinks. I was going to say the Monsters. I was going Monsters. Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network is an NFL data scientist. That means she can be difficult to get a hold of. She's coming up momentarily right here on Baskin and Phelps. Well, she's out doing scientific stuff. I don't know. I Like, I'm listening to you. Her phone just doesn't have numbers, Andy. You're the worst. Oh, you're saying that when she you turns look at, on... You look at her phone, it says pi. It doesn't say seven. It's got the pi symbol. So you're saying on the iPhone with the calculator, it's turned the other way, so you get everything. Without question. Let's yeah. find out. We go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Cynthia Freeland joins us. Cynthia, your phone doesn't have numbers. Instead, you have like mathematic symbols like pi and she all the other She turns it the stuff, other way. Right? Hi, Cynthia. <laughs> Good morning. Yes. I only use the pie button, just so you know. I, I managed to figure out. Just kidding. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me at all. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? We are doing well. It's great to have you back with us. Before we go any further, you're you're a native of a city that's near and dear to our hearts because like only the, in football, Come like on, the Browns, your team football. hasn't won a Super Bowl either. Your Detroit Lions are in the NFC Championship game. I don't know. Yeah, if that, that was wild. Know? Did you know that? Yeah. I, I I was aware, yeah, you know, good, I good. was, <laughs> um, it was pretty cool. I got a chance to be in Detroit for that game and ahead of the game, you know, it was hilarious. It was so like quintessentially Midwestern. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure Browns fans will be like this when it's the Browns turns to go to the AFC championship. But the, it was like, we were at this bar broadcasting for game day morning and a Bucks fan would walk in. And at first the crowd would boo them. And then they'd be like, just kidding. You want a beer? <laughs> It was great. It it's was like great. Jason really Kelsey fun. with the Bills Mafia. There it Same is. thing, right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you can't help but love. Like, Jason Kelsey, come on. What is more charming than like, what that man did? That's why he's one of the sexiest men in America. Totally. From right here in Cleveland Heights. Yeah. So, 
Hey, let me ask you this because I had this thought the other day, and this just goes back to your whole Detroit thing. That like I, I was writing down, and I was like, you know, uh, Browns fans can relate to Lions fans because it's been so long, and blah blah blah. And then, then I started thinking about the graphic that's going to come up this weekend that says what Jaguars, uh, Texans, Lions, Browns teams that haven't been to the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, the Browns and Lions. And then I like I forget that the Browns sometimes are an expansion team in '99. Is yeah. that fair? Like the Lions are in such a different place right. than than the other three teams, really. When you think about it, is that fair? Correct. Yeah. I mean, no. It's definitely. Like, here's the thing. I had to remind myself that the last time. I mean, I was too little to own a cell phone. I would my parents wouldn't have gotten me a cell phone back when the Lions won a home playoff game, even one home playoff game before. But they didn't even exist. Like maybe if you were like super, super rich, you had like one of those bag phones that <laughs> oh, sat in your car. Yeah. But like you couldn't have texted your friends. I, I woke up the next morning and, you know, I check, you, you think about it, I checked my app for the box score just because I forgot how many yards. So I, that those things didn't even exist <laughs> at the time. And that's not fair because in 99, you know, people were – there, there's a lot of cell phones then. There's a lot of, there's a lot going on then. So True. I guess my point is, is that you know, no, it's it's not fair, and and it's 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 certainly not. I, I understand, and it's going to be really special for Cleveland when it's when it's their turn. So the, the Browns are a, the Browns are a big analytics team. Every team in the NFL is, but you know the Browns have Paul D. Podesta in place. Yeah, they do. How, how did this team win 11 games through all the injuries that it had? I mean, smarts. I think Kevin Stefanski gets it maybe more than people even. He's not as like like sexy of an interview. Like he doesn't talk about biting kneecaps. He doesn't, you know, talk about his coffee consumption. And and he's not as like like silly for our media purposes. I, I'm not calling Dan Campbell silly, but like it's you know that's like a that's like a funny interview, and it's better for clicks, right? And, and we all eat that stuff up. Yep. We all do like, and it's, it's harmless fun. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But at the same time, like just because Kevin Stevansky doesn't give that amazing, like silly soundbite for us to use doesn't mean, I mean, that man figured out how to make Joe Flacco come from the couch to the best deep passer that Cleveland's seen in quite a time, right. For five game stretch there. That was pretty awesome. So the truth is, is it's having the right pieces, putting them together, you know, all the way from the very top down. Like, it's not just your GM that's great, and your GM is great. And it's not just your coach that's great. It's the assistant coaches. It's the position coaches. It's the quality control guys. It's the assistant GMs. It's the people all the way down, you know, to the lower level. They all are rowing in the same direction. And, obviously, it really helps when you have the best pass defense. And, Miles Garrett, not so big of a problem when you're trying to win football games. Just, just, just throwing that out there as well. Cynthia, hmm. so it's funny. We don't really talk about it much, but – you know, he brought up Paul D. Podesta. You guys were, were talking, and you were like, "Yeah, you do have him." Well, what does yeah. Paul D. Podesta mean, like for the average fan here in Cleveland? Like, what does Paul D. Podesta mean to the Browns, and how much weight does he carry? Yeah, because they don't tell us anything about what he really does, Cynthia. Well, they shouldn't, because as much as it'd be exciting for you to hear it, it's kind of giving away some of the edge that he gives you. So the truth is, is a lot of analytics is about communication and getting everyone on kind of the same idea and thought process, right? And what Paul D. Podesta, in my experience, speaking to him and understanding what he does and how he does it, it's more about 
not just like this advanced, sophisticated concept that he's able to, you know, really he, he gets it on some level that mere mortals can't, but he can explain it in a way where people who have no interest in analytics, they can understand the, the reason why they're doing something, why they're, quote unquote, studying something. Right. Like maybe we need a better word for that, but they're looking into why this type of you know, why JOK is a better draft pick than someone else, right? Because he fits in this particular way. But he, he can articulate the problem that's trying to be solved for, the method through which you can try to solve that problem, and the findings. That is hard to do for anyone, let alone in this complicated 11-on-11 chess game that we're playing with every single snap. Cynthia Freeland joining us from the NFL Network. The quarterback position, Cynthia, is is everything in the NFL. And the Browns went all in when they traded for Deshaun Watson. They gave up you know, draft capital and gave him the huge, huge, huge contract. And that kind of changed pay structures for quarterbacks around the NFL. On the other hand, in the NFC, Brock Purdy is making under $1 million this year. <laughs> What's the best thing to do at quarterback? Is it to get lucky, try to get lucky? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm serious because I – I mean, the Niners had no idea that Purdy was going to be as good as he is. But on the other hand, teams are spending out the wazoo for quarterbacks, and some of them aren't delivering to the level you'd like them to. What what should teams do there? The truth is, is you have to have one strategy. You have to determine the amount of time that you're going to think this will test out my strategy. Here's my Here's my hypothesis. This is how long I'm going to allow myself to test it out. And here's how I'm going to pivot. If you look at the Niners, that's actually what they did. For example, we saw them made a bunch of trades all around the chess piece board of the draft to get Trey Lance, right? I don't actually think, I think when we, you know, in a couple of years, when we watch like a nice ESPN 30 for 30 on this, we'll find out perhaps they were trying to trade for someone. Hmm. Curious. But ultimately, they were trying to get a different situation at quarterback. They navigated through it well, and then they cut their losses fast, and they did get a little bit lucky. But the truth is, is they had a, they had a predetermined amount of time that they were like, this is not working for us. We're, we got to figure out plan B. And then they went out and they executed that. They got all of these skill players so that it didn't make as big of an impact to the team who the quarterback was because they have a great left tackle. They have awesome wide receivers. They've got Christian McCaffrey, et cetera. Now, if you look at the Browns, what the Browns have done, their strategy was to go with Deshaun Watson. But to augment that, you have a guy like Nick Chubb. We forget how amazing and impactful he is on this game because he didn't play this season, unfortunately, because of his injury. But with your two tackles, not hurt, the the guys we normally think of starting, and Nick Chubb, it changes the calculus for everything else on the team. We know Amari Cooper can catch deep passes. Got it. But it changes the calculus for everything else when you have this tried-and-true run game that really executes at such a high level and tackles that can help reliably pass protect on every single down. Two more thoughts on the quarterback. If the Niners pivoted so quickly from Trey Lance and Jimmy G and went to Brock Purdy, how quickly could they pivot from Brock Purdy if they decide <laughs> that doesn't work? I, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like Kyle Shanahan is the kind of guy who I, I you got to respect it as a businessman. I don't think he goes around being like, I love you. We're going to take you. You're, you're my best friend, blah, blah, blah. Like, and then cuts him in the back. I think he's like, these are what we need from you. And if you're not doing it, we're going to find someone else who will. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I just don't think he's like, 
I don't think he's mean about it, but I don't think he's like sitting there kind of blowing smoke in an area where there's no smoke. I think that that is what keeps Kyle Shanahan so at the top of his game is because he's not afraid to make the hard business decisions that come with the job. And perhaps it doesn't seem soft and fuzzy, but again, he views it as a business and he's been on the other end of that in Atlanta. He, you know, that was that Super Bowl loss. He, he got his chance to go somewhere else, but that was kind of pinned on him. So let me go in the middle. You've got the Browns at one end, you got the Niners at the other when it comes to the quarterback and the money and the commitment and all. And then uh, I'll just throw Tampa Bay in as the example. They got Baker on a, a real economical deal. He came in, did a nice job for them, and now he's a free agent. If you're a team like Tampa or if you're you know, filling a blank of a couple of other teams, mm-hmm. what type of a commitment do you make at quarterback or do you try and, and do go the Niner route? Do you try and go the Browns? I mean, because you're, you're sinking so much money into that position, you better nail it or you're going to be in trouble for a little while. Well, the problem that you have is your division is nasty. I mean, yeah. Joe Burrow being hurt was kind of helpful for everyone else in the division. The Steelers are always good. The Ravens are clearly very good. Your division is a total nightmare. Now, if you were somehow able to move to the NFC South, the implications of the quarterback decision this past year, I mean, obviously it was cool that the Bucks won a game against the Eagles as, as they were kind of, you know, on their, on their descent, but that's, know who you are and the situation you're in. Would the Lions look like this if Aaron Rodgers were healthy and still in Green Bay? I don't know, right? Like, you you have to kind of take in the context of where you are. I would say for the Browns, it would be very, very difficult in that division, given that AFC North situation, to not have at least the best opportunity for a quarterback that you thought was available. I don't think as 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 a Browns team, you're going to really be able to get away with a guy who's mediocre. No, I don't care how much you pay for him. You need one that's going to be able to get you out of jams when you inevitably face the Lamar Jacksons, Joe Burrows, and whoever the, the Steelers, situa- whatever the Steelers are going to try, you know, try to do to you on the defense. So the, the truth is, is, unfortunately for the Browns, you have to try to maximize for more offensive output. And I don't know if, if that's – obviously they, the, the strategy was to, to pick quarterback there. So we'll have to see once this injury once Deshaun's through the injury. But I, I think the Browns are really smart. Kevin Stefanski is super, super smart. I, I, I wish he would give like a silly conference so we could talk about how great he is, but I, that would also not be his personality. So it would be, it'd be strange if he did it. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, hey, Cynthia, I want to ask you this one because we've been kicking this one around too. Miles Garrett, like for all of us here, it's easy to say defensive player of the year. Like we get it. Yep. But the the knock on him is at the tail end of the season, he didn't have the sack numbers that <laughs> everyone would have loved to have seen him. But we also know okay. that he was injured. How else can you measure or how should they be measuring, you know, the impact of a player like Miles Garrett to say he is the defensive player of the year if everybody's focusing on sack numbers? I think that sack numbers are a silly metric. To, I get it because right. it's really easy to see. And, of course, we love big plays. But I think, like, we also don't necessarily look, because we're watching the ball often, you don't see how often a guy like Miles Garrett is double and or triple teamed. So that matters, too. Like, how many pressures can you get despite them bringing two or three people to try to stop you? To me, that's, that's a bigger metric than 
a specific sack number? Are you able to disrupt the quarterback? Maybe it doesn't end up in a sack because you're playing guys like Lamar Jackson twice a year. That guy runs away from sacks. Like he does, and you know, Patrick Mahomes runs away from sacks. So it's, you know, you have to kind of take that into consideration too. Is these guys aren't pocket passers anymore that stand there like statues able for a guy like Miles Garrett to tackle. <laughs> so it's, it's just a little bit of a different calculus when it comes down to it. And when I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, they're double teaming or triple teaming him on every single play. And therefore the fact that he has the numbers he has is even more impressive. Cynthia Freeland joining us from the NFL network, Cynthia here in Cleveland with all the injuries, all the starting quarterbacks, Browns won 11 games. Offense had to adjust after Nick Chubb went down, after they lost three tackles, and <laughs> they win 11 games to get to the playoffs. Didn't get it done. Then they let go of their offensive coordinator, who was a key part of making sure that everything was you know, on the track and going the right way. When, when a team does that, what are they looking for? And why would, you, why would they think, okay, this is where we need to make a move? There's a couple of reasons. One, Sometimes, you know, there's, there's cultural shifts that are necessary, even if something's not quote-unquote wrong, right? Like, we want to bring in a new school of thought. We see all these Shanahan tree guys being great, right? And then now you see the Ravens with kind of a, you know, Todd Munkin who, you know, that's not the same tree that he came from. And then you see the Andy Ray, like, maybe they thought there would be a better way to inject some new energy into that situation, that offense, that new plays, new things to look at, new, new ways of thinking to consider. I don't think things have to necessarily be wrong. Sometimes I think it's better to get ahead of things as they're starting to go wrong than wait for it to be like a total disaster and then it, it's, not, it's not looking good. Cynthia, you want a fun question to end this interview on? I got a good yeah. one for you. you. You played volleyball growing up, right? I did. Okay. So we, you know, we were kicking around talking about the Pro Volleyball Federation and how big they are. Columbus has a team. Joe Burrow's family has invested in them too. Can it take off? It. Can, can, you know, we saw the numbers in Nebraska – Earlier this year, Omaha's got a team. There's plenty of professional. Can a pro volleyball team in the United States work? Pro league, sorry. Take off. I'm not asking for NFL levels, but when you see things like Joe Burrow's family investing in teams like Columbus, you start to wonder, hey, could this be the next big thing? You know, I definitely think, especially like, I think like things like flag and volleyball, like flag football too, like women are really good at these things and they're fun to watch. And I feel like if you told all those people in, in, in the – greater Columbus area to, to turn up, they would. Because Midwesterners, that's what we do, honey. We come out. So, yes, I think, I think that I think it should work. I just think you have, to be, you have to be strategic about the cities that you put. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
um, the, the team's in. All right. I'm betting outside hitter for you too, right? I, w- I mean, I'm too little. And I was also oh, a little center. narrow. I'm 5'6", I'm but, you know, those girls, the, the girls in East Lansing, they make them big. I had a couple <laughs> girls who were like 6'3", man. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but, and I was not afraid at all to sacrifice my body. It's, it's funny now I'm like an old lady and there's all these beach volleyball players, Olympic ones that I watch in Southern California. And I'm like, geez, they're good. Like, holy smokes, they're good. So it's, it's just fun to watch. And that's just going on a walk with my dog. There you go. Thank you, Cynthia. Well, Cynthia, keep Thank studying. You. One day you might learn a little bit about the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hey, always a pleasure to have you with us. And uh, we so really, really pre- we appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Take Cynthia care. Freeland, NFL Network, NFL data scientist, and the smartest person who will be on this station. Oh, insert your own time frame here. <laughs> Easily today. <laughs> and does she know her stuff? It's not tough. Um, she knows her stuff. Her thoughts on the offensive coordinator were interesting. Next on Basket of Phelps. Cities. Okay, we're still trying to recover from all of the knowledge heaped on to us by Cynthia Freeland. Man, does she know her stuff. Uh, she was just with us right here on Basket and Phelps. And if you missed the interview, if you missed our chat with Sam Amico, who's not nearly as smart as Cynthia, but pretty smart whip in his own right. Wow. If you missed that from Long time friend. Dog. Nothing like putting him down, huh? Yeah. Nice job. Come on. See what you say is about Cynthia, us when Cynthia, we turn around. Is Cynthia smarter than you? Uh, yeah. Is she smarter than me? Yeah. Dan? Oh, for sure. By Meredith. Landslide. I don't know Meredith. Meredith. I'm not sure about Meredith's that. pretty smart. Yeah. She's smarter than me for Sam. sure. Sam. Okay, all four of us. So, I mean, all four let, of us combined. We can all readily admit it. Can we not? So there you go. Sam, you're you're in great company. Cynthia's pretty sharp. Okay. Uh, if you missed any of that, go to the Odyssey app. Basket and Phelps podcast, 92.3thefan.com. We asked her about the offensive coordinator situation here in Cleveland because, you know, by from all accounts, the offense was pretty good this year, all things considered. She had a very interesting thought about why a move is made in a situation like that. There's a couple of reasons. One, sometimes, you know, there's, there's cultural shifts that are necessary, even if something's not quote unquote wrong, right? Like we want to bring in a new school of thought. We see all these Shanahan tree guys being great. Right. And then now you see the Ravens with kind of a, you know, Todd Munkin who, you know, that's not the same tree that he came from. And then you see the Andy, like maybe they thought there would be a better way to inject some new energy into that situation, that offense, that new plays, new things to look at, new, new ways of thinking to consider. I don't think things have to necessarily be wrong. Sometimes I think it's better to get ahead of things as they're starting to go wrong than wait for it to be like a total disaster and then it, it's, not, it's not looking good. And we get that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's kind of the way the business world works. You want to be cutting edge, you know, rather than being the like, cow waiting to be slaughtered or whatever it is. Be a follower, leader, same way. So I get it, kind of. But I can't wait to see what they do. I'm just still wondering who's calling plays next year because I just don't see Kevin walking away from it. And I would so, think I would think it's him. Unless you bring in somebody that – or the front office is telling him, hey, Kevin, you know what? Maybe this is an opportunity to bring in one of the best play callers of all time. I don't know who it is, but you know what I'm saying? Maybe we should rethink the but way we're doing this. They're not interviewing guys like that, at least as far as we know. No, I know. Yeah. So They're, I, they're interviewing guys who will come in – and be the offensive coordinator who doesn't call plays. 
At least it feels that way, doesn't it? But, I mean, all it takes is one phone call to say, hey, this person who is really, really good at it um, wouldn't mind talking. And then all of a sudden, they've got to look at the opportunity that's ahead of them. It was like uh, one of my first jobs when I thought I was going to get the sports director's job. And they said, well, if Bob Costas calls and says he wants to come to Missoula, you're not getting the job. So, <laughs> Did Bob make that call? No, Bob didn't. He was too busy talking about his baseball cards in his pocket. So he had a lot of things going on. I'll make fun of Bob Costas. It's a brilliant man. Another our, brilliant man. our guy. I like Bob. Wait, wait, our guy? You're speaking for me now? Ah. I was speaking for the Phelps family. Oh, for your family. Okay, I got you. No, I do like him. He could be our guy. That's fine. Championship games in the uh, conference is coming up this weekend. I'm excited. You know, I, I think they I think they're really good matchups. You know, I you, you have you have a little bit of the new blood with the, the Lions in there and Dan Campbell's whole approach to things and the way Detroit has played. I, I like the Lions. They're a fun team to watch. I also like the 49ers. They're they're a fascinating team to me. I like the way they do things. John Lynch went in as their general manager and did a really nice job there. Shanahan, as head coach, has done a really nice job there. They're good. I like both teams. I'll, I think I'll be pulling for Detroit. I'm with you. Are, are we looking at both road? <coughs> excuse me, both road teams this week. Are you pulling for both road teams this week? Well, I don't know. I was going to talk a little bit more about the NFC, but well, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, so that's one way to look at it. I'm just. <laughs> oh come on! Stop it! I'm going through football withdrawal right now too. I, I, you can't tell me that when you look at the schedule and you only see two games, you're like, that's it, man. That's all we got is two games this weekend. When I'm worried yeah, about I who's playing right field. I got Dominican Republic World Series to watch. I don't know what you people are talking oh, about. Come when, on, when I'm worried man. about who's going to play right field for the Guardians, yes, I'm going through football withdrawal. I, I, I was dying on Monday night. I'm like, wow, man, we don't have a game tonight. It's the game. first time we don't have a game. I'm Andy Baskin, and I need a game. I'm not the Hello, only one Andy. like this. There's no way. Every, and by the way, the weather's been so bad. I'm looking for something to make me excited. Like, could you, if the Browns are still playing right now, how excited and how happy we wouldn't care about this horrible weather we've had. Like, when's the last time we saw the sun? We could get you pumped about this stuff. You got to see the field of Tory Pines this week. Not to mention the rough is real grown up. Tory Pines isn't here in Cleveland. I need we something got, going on. Man. We got beautiful golf how, taking how, place how, this weekend. How we did got, we go from good stuff. talking about the NFC Championship? Because game this is what normal people to, do. To They're not road sit here teams, and go. to crummy weather, to Tory Pines. It's called a conversation, Jeff, and that's how conversations work. Well, we could talk about the analytical percentage of the Lions Puba offensive line. In versus... our post-show meeting, know that I've been trying to keep it on the track. Yeah, I don't care. I like butterflies better. We've been doing this for 12 years now. You're going to tell me? Tell me you haven't looked outside the window and go, oh, I'm so tired of looking at these clouds. Go away. And then the, the will, bright spot in this last couple of weeks, the fact the Browns had a playoff. Will We're you be crushed if the Lions don't win? No. Okay. I, I didn't think so. I won't either, but I don't I'm, have I'm kind, kind of, of pulling for him. I also like the Niners. I'm a, I, I like Debo Samuel. I, uh, Debo's fun. The Purdy story is interesting. I, I keep and tell me, tell me it, when you disagree, because I'm sure you will. Of course I will. You know, there's been talk of Brock Purdy as the MVP and everything else. I watch Brock Purdy and I think you do a really nice job, and that's about all I think. You know, I, I I don't see Tom Brady there. 
I, you know, there was a time when people looked at Tom Brady and go, ah, he does a nice I, job. I know. Well, I know that. I don't yeah. see Aaron Rodgers there. No. You know, I don't see Lamar Jackson there. Nope. And I, I just, I, I wonder, are they going to keep that thing rolling out there with Brady? If he wins the Super Bowl, you can be dang sure they will. But I, if, if he doesn't, I wonder, as Cynthia said, is that where they, okay, Brock, thanks, you did a nice job, and they move on, which would be stunning. You know, th- think about it. They had Jimmy G. They traded for Trey Lance, traded up to, to draft him, and then got rid of him fast. That didn't work for them. And then they have Purdy. Their track record shows that they're not going to wait around if it by by some by some quirk it doesn't work real well. If Detroit smokes them and he doesn't play well, you know, are they are they looking? Are they going after Kirk Cousins? They're going to give Sam Darnold a look. They're going to go bring in Baker Mayfield to run their offense. You know, there are options out there. Yeah, I I can, like, I kind of dig San Francisco, but I'm kind of like, I want want Detroit to win. I kind of dig. I mean, I'm okay with it. I dig San Francisco. You know, Nick Bosa's out there. Kyle Juszczyk, who I couldn't stand when he played for the Ravens, but I was like, but the kid's from Medina. He's from Medina Town. He went to Cloverleaf. He's he a went Colt. From, he went from Cloverleaf to the Ivy League. It's pretty good. Nice job. You know they should be congratulating his teachers. Absolutely. For him to be able to go to Harvard. Or his parents. So, right, big, big shot. Or both. Um, that's so that that. I mean, I'm kind of looking for the ties to like make me want to be vested. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, how about this tie? Oh man, can you imagine if you get Chiefs? Niners, and then the use check thing with the jackets and the Taylor Swift stuff. Oh, man, you want to talk about controversy at the Super Bowl. That's going to be because you, you know. want to talk fish-in-a-barrel content for the networks. There you go. Who's making the jackets this week? We'll now talk about the AFC. Oh, sweet. It's closer to home, man. Got to root for the AFC unless it's the Ravens. Please, please just about play that. a commercial. I mean, preferred lives are going to be in place for Tory. The rough's pretty ugly. Are they? Oh, yeah. Go. sun shining there? It is, man. Winner rules. Yes, yes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.